0: So Saturn is retrograde right now in the constellation Shatabhishek, the 100 healers. And he's been in Shata B- Bishak since March 3rd, 2023, and will remain here until April 6, 2024. So all these themes that i just mentioned women first female forward um in 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 every dimension of leadership we start to see that this is because of aquarius the the woman at the well the archetype and then um the 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 question of um technology of mass destruction. And when is it enough? The um, resurgence of indigenous medicine for modern problems. Um, And then what was the fourth one? Hold on. Artificial intelligence. All this is just going to become more and more and more mainstream until next April. Especially uh, powerful is Saturn's retrograde motion from June 17th to November 4th. So until November 4th, we have this retrograde motion. And so we have, like I said, a going back to go forward. And we've seen that in all the symbols um, that, or all the signs that I, I just gave as examples, going back to the past to describe the future. This is especially potent during this particular time. So how does this apply to your your, um, uh, life and your strategy and your decision depends on where Saturn is in your chart, which house number, which area of life. And, and. Which area of life needs the most healing also? Because Saturn is in a very powerful healing energy. This is ultimately a time of reviewing the past, but also healing it in that review. So the other big transit that's happening, that's upcoming is the Rahu-Ketu transit. And this adds a lot of spice to the flavor of our experience right now, because Rahu and Ketu, the North node and the South node of the moon, move only every 18 months. And they move in a retrograde motion, meaning they move backward across the zodiac. So Rahu right now is transiting the sign of Aries. Ketu is in the sign of Libra. But on October 30th, they're going to move backward. Ketu is going to move toward uh, Virgo. And Rahu is going to move toward Pisces changing our karmic experience rahu and ketu are the karmic axis of the vedic chart so wherever they sit in your chart um and wherever they are currently transiting those houses in and signs in your vedic birth chart um those areas are going to be affected the most. So we have to understand, well, what is meant by the the karmic experience of Rahu and Ketu? That requires a little bit um, um, unraveling. So first of all, let us talk about Rahu. So Rahu is what? Rahu is what we want most in life. So what is karma? Karma is craving and aversion, gain and loss, up and down, happy and sad, uh, bondage and freedom. It's the opposites. It's the balance of opposites in our life. And what Rahu represents is what we go for, what it is that we want the most. Um, that causes us to to take action toward. So Rahu can mean also illusion, because what happens with Rahu, and I always use the example of the greyhound race to explain the nodes of the moon. Rahu is the fake rabbit on the stick that the greyhounds chase after to participate in the race because greyhounds don't usually participate in races naturally. They need to be lured into them. So the trainer puts a fake rabbit on the stick and and that's what we chase after. That's what the greyhounds chase after rather. We also chase after the fake rabbit on the stick. Um, But they chase after it thinking that it's real. So Rahu functions like that in our life too. He's a fake rabbit on the stick, the things that we think that we're going to get. But when the greyhound gets back to the pen, he never asks, oh, hey, what happened to the rabbit? Right? So Rahu functions similarly. He pulls us into a karmic situation that it's of our own making because it's what we thought we wanted only to find out that we got something else. This is the flavor of Rahu. So Rahu is going to be moving October 30th through what is called the Gandanta, through the reverse Gandanta. And some of you guys may have... Um, heard me mention this word before, but, but the word Gandanta means the karmic knot. So, as this planet of illusion moves through this karmic knot, beginning October thirtieth, we start to get a review of wow, all the ways that we. Fun our situation by things that weren't real. <laughs> we were we're dealing with the effects of of, of um, a cause that was inspired by something that I thought I wanted originally. But here's what I got. And this time, October 30th um, through, I think, um, the end of November, Rahu is going to be moving through this twisted knot at the same time that K2 is moving through the Chitra nak- Nakshatra. So Ketu is currently moving through Chitra, which is the realm of Maya, the realm of illusion. And Ketu is the wise greyhound. He's the one who knew that the rabbit wasn't real to begin with and never left the pen to participate in the race. So as Ketu is moving through... um the nakshatra chitra moving into virgo um he's also liberating us from the spell of our illusions and however that works for each of us individually it can either be painful or it can be a big relief depending on how attached you are to your life's illusions <laughs> If you're feeling like oh my god like I'm having an existential crisis that nothing makes sense anymore I just have come to the end of my rope I don't know what to believe in I don't know what's true anymore then you then you can understand the power of this nodal transit because that's exactly what he's bringing about a a disillusionment that um, is happening through the shift of the nodes into a new karmic position. So this can be a little bit of a rocky moment. But it doesn't have to be if we understand how it's all unfolding in our life. So I'd like, to, like you to take a moment to locate in your chart where, where Aries and Pisces sit. Which house number is, your, is the sign of Aries in your chart, which is right where in this blue arrow is, to the right of the blue arrow, the sixth house in this particular example. And where is Pisces, which is the fifth house in this particular example? So we can see, okay, what karmic knot is getting untangled in this hypothetical chart that I have up on the screen through this transit of Rahu uh, moving backward from a fire sign Aries into the water sign of Pisces. This is really a, a powerful metaphor. Moving from the fire sign of Aries into the watery sign of Pisces, it's like cooling off, dissolving, releasing what in this case sixth house into fifth house would be struggles into purpose so now i'm starting to see my struggles dissolving into my purpose the vision of what i want for my purpose is changing and then k2 moving into the 11th house um would be that that purpose is like increasing community, increasing, uh, um, um, profits. Oops, sorry. So what does it mean for you? And somebody asked, where is Pisces now? And I just want to, oops, sorry. I just want to, um, answer that question pisces always stays in the same place in your chart these these boxes are always the same meaning what they refer to the signs and incidentally if any of you haven't seen my um uh tutor my tutorial on how to read your vedic birth chart it's a master class you can check it out in the um Facebook community, or uh, you can drop us a note in customer service and we'll direct you to it so that you can get a tutor, uh, a proper tutorial in what all these boxes mean. But essentially, they represent signs in the zodiac. And Pisces is always going to be where this fifth house is. If you see here, it says fifth house, but that box is always going to be Pisces. The house placement will change according to your ascendant. So if your ascendant was Capricorn, for example, where I have Pluto here, you don't have to worry about what PLR means, but Pluto, um, Capricorn would be your ascendant and your first house and Pisces would be your third house, but the box would always be Pisces. Okay. So sometimes we need to hear this a lot of times, um, before it sinks in. So, um, that masterclass can really help you. Um, what does it mean for you so take a look and see and and see which house is rahu moving from is he moving uh as he's going from aries into pisces is he moving from a house of dharma one five and nine is he moving from houses two six and ten Three, seven, and eleven, or four, eight, and twelve, and this has to do with the movement. Has to do with a shift from dharma to artha, or from artha to kama, or from kama to moksha. Fal Navaratri is just around the corner to invoke the nine nights of the goddess. By chanting Sanskrit, visit www.drkatyjane.com slash Navaratri.